Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and bring you what is new in the Japanese music industry. This is the week of Friday, January 28th. I am your host, Luna, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? All right, all right, all right. No great words of Matthew McConaughey. It is Dos Compadres for this episode today. Ken is I'm a little jealous he he he's getting to see some family and he is going to be going to that Rams game for those of you who watch football so oh very nice I didn't know he was going to the game uh he didn't tell me that but (laughs) I hope he enjoys it have fun my dude so yeah so good luck to him hope he has a great time and we miss him because I probably won't be on the next couple weeks so it's going to be Dos Compadres again However, with that, how have you been, Gray? What have you been listening to this week? Yeah, no, it, it's been a crazy week, but, uh, you know, it's a, been a, a good one, too. Uh, Wednesday was my birthday, so, you know, it's just been kind of like spending time with family and listening to some good tunes. I am still digging the crap out of the uh, Generations from Exile Tribe, their latest album, uh, Up and Down is absolutely fantastic and i i also been listening to boyfriend by shirose uh and his ever search to push the lines and boundaries of what's acceptable on youtube i think he's 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 he might find it one day i don't know but yeah boyfriend great song i I don't know about that music video but i've been loving that i've also been listening to one and only's latest track and I've been listening to what will be probably next week's MC, and I, I, I've apologized to both of my cohorts. I am so sorry. I'm on a boy band craze, I, or at least a boy vocal group craze. I can't help it, and so you're gonna have to. You guys are gonna have to turn through one. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I, I've, I've been, I've been. It's just what I've been wanting to listen to, and so I've been listening to that. I've also been listening to this week's MC, which we will get into. I'm actually very excited to talk about them. Luna, it's been a while. What have what all have you been listening to? Oh my goodness, I have a list. Uh, so first of all, I want to say Otan Jobi Omedito. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. Me, me and your amazing husband have the exact same birthday it's crazy how that pans out it you is know? it is and it's just it's crazy oh uh, well see fun and see fun fact my wife is the day after me so her birthday is the 27th and we were born on the same year so i'm less than 24 hours older than my wife that is that's crazy it's amazing how that happens yeah Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I've been listening to a good amount since I've I've seen you. I mean, I have, but I haven't. So first of all, I started listening to Yuri's new album, Ichi. I got it in the mail. Came out in early January. That album is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, most of the song, a good chunk of those songs had already been previously released. As we know, Yuri's been dropping digital singles since 2019. But all the new tracks on there are great. I highly recommend checking out Ichi by Yuri because the whole album as a whole is just amazing. Shows off his vocal range and he even cha- he does change it up in some of the songs and I really like that. I also have been listening to Jasmine dropped a new album called R.E. Me and it has a 
good chunk of older songs on there she's released over the past couple of years but uh, so many new songs that are phenomenal one of them is featured on my og called come talk to me and it has this nice jazzy feel to it i cannot recommend that album enough because it gives you a good feel of her music and just her style change also been listening to kira when akira's new digital singles called mirrorball I forgot how much, like, I did not listen to this one initially came out, and I highly recommend it. It is a fun track, and it shows off her vocals, and I just love the style of it, because it's, it's like, almost, it's very dancey, but it's not. What else? Uh, Kodokumi's new best album, of course, you know, I was listening to that, I got that in the mail, it was her 20th anniversary album. Also went back to her summer of 21 single, which had, which one of the tracks we will be talking about later today, but uh, Doobie Doobie Bop, We'll Be Okay, amazing songs. Also been listening to her digital single, Four More. I also went back to Cream again, but I mainly listened to one of the tracks that I, I listened to, but I didn't, and it was Bestie. And I've gotten into that track so much because it is, it is a very personal track for them. And I love it, especially listening to the lyrics how they incorporate how they're best friends and all the things they like with it. And I, I love that they did that. And that one also made my OG. And also been listening to Imer as she has a new B-side album that came out. And there's just so many tracks to her I love in general. I went back to her Walpurgis album actually because I love Torches. That's probably one of my favorite songs by her. I went back to Edu and 23 because she's dropping a new album actually this coming week, Palais, and it is her major debut album. And I, I just went back to all her tracks because she is one of my favorite artists. I went back to her Spotlight album, which is phenomenal. Went back to Makuake and her Love Like Hate, Hate album. I also started diving back into the early, my early days, some of my early days. I went back to like Yakim with their Clap and Clap and Clap, Happy the Globe. Went back to Heartsdale's So Tell Me. Went back to some M-Flow with uh, Crystal K and Rewind and I like it. I went back to Melody and that was because I saw some photos of her and her sister on Instagram and started listening to her simple as that and dreaming away. I mean, I had a lot of reminiscence lately of older artists, but I have dived into newer stuff as well. It's just been a big hodgepodge week. I also started listening to Yayui Diamond's new EP, My Own Boss, which I absolutely love. I love the song M.O.B. aka My Own Boss. And it, it uh, also she had Top Gal on there. So of course I went back to that and chilling like a midnight solid EP and her first self-produced independent EP. And I also went back to Scandal because they dropped their new album Mirror and I haven't got to fully listen to Mirror yet. I listened to the lead track, which is Mirror, they're the title track. And I, I loved it and I'm looking forward to diving in more but I started going back and listening to Shunkan Sentimental, Shoujo S, Scandal Baby, Harukaze, and I just went back on a whole scandal kick as well. So like I said, it's been this huge odd hodgepodge week. And I don't want to go on because I have a list of more which include many, many more artists <laughs> and songs. So with that, we are going to our topic this week is what are some some of our favorite music videos that came out this past year? And we're just going to say this past year because, you know, we've covered the music video subject before. 
But there's been so many newer music videos that have come out that I don't, we haven't got a chance to discuss. I mainly, you know, when we talk about our favorite music videos, we're going to go to our top favorites of all time. But what are some great recent ones that are our favorites? I'm going to have Gray, you start this one off. Yeah, so for me, this is one that I I was really looking forward to because I was just like, this gave me an excuse to just like go on my computer and just watch music videos all day. It was fantastic. And what was funny is I wound up really just going with the ones that I've been watching (laughs) lately. And so the first one that I really want to do is song that uh, you guys heard me talk a lot about last year and I still love it to death. And that's uh, King and Prince's uh, Koi Furu Sukiyo Ni Kimi Sofu. And I knew I was going to do at least one Johnny's group because I've been, because I mean, that's about how the only way you can like, because they're not on Apple music. Like that's about the only way that I listen to it is I find myself on tracking down their stuff on YouTube and, and stuff. And I've been listening to Johnny's West, something new a lot on YouTube, even though I actually do physically own that single. Uh, I've mostly just been watching it on YouTube and uh, I've been watching this and I've been watching Naniwa Donshi's track. And I didn't want to make this whole list Johnny's groups. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to do one. Now I didn't wind up making a list entirely of boy groups, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, Koi Furu Sukiyo Ni Kimi Sofu is just my absolute favorite a music video that they put out last year. And I felt like they had a really strong running of music videos that I that you could pick from. But the choreography, the outfits, the the set design, like everything about this just comes together. And I've seen it, I don't know how many times. I love it when they're in their pink outfits and it looks like they're dancing on clouds. Like I just really love this track and I've listened to it. I, I, I know I've added at least 20, 30 views to this, uh, even though it's had, it has 19 million views. Like I know I've added several to it and I know I've added several to the Nani Wadanshi track Ubu Love as well. And I actually went down a rabbit hole listening to all of their stuff lately too. But uh, yeah, no, King and Prince's latest track. I know you guys have heard me talk about this 92 times. Uh, yeah, no, I love this song to death. I love this music video. It's fantastic. I, I think it's it's a really high bar. And I, I mean, Johnny's knows what they're doing. Uh, so the fact that, you know, that's why I didn't want it to just be nothing but Johnny's because I could have easily done that. But King and Prince's Koi Furu Sukiyo Ni Kimi Sofu just wound up being number one for me. What did you think about this video, Luna? So I I actually, I for one, I kind of forgot about this because I, I occasionally listen to King and Prince. But like you said, since they're not on Apple, you know, it does, it, I I'd go back down way more, but I think Koifuru Sukiyoni Kimi Omou is actually the video is extremely colorful. I love their choreography. I I love the song in general because their vocals are great. But I mean, they take you just by I wouldn't say take you by surprise. I'm trying to think of the wording. They they know how to do good videos and colorful videos and memorable videos. And I think that is just because it's Johnny's. They know how to wow you. And King and Prince definitely does that with Koi Furu Sukiyoni Kimi Omou. And I mean, 
I still love their outfits in it, you know, and I just, I love the setup and it's, it's a fun one. I can totally understand why you picked this. I know how much you really enjoy King and Prince and I'm sure you've watched this a million times, but no doubt you cannot deny how good their choreography is. Yeah, it's really like one of the selling points for me, you know, like, you know, I know we've talked about this many times, but it's like, you know, if you're going to have a music video, give me, give me a reason to why I'm watching this instead of just listening to it. Uh, and I think good choreography is a key to that. And, uh, you know, Johnny's is, is, you know, they're top of their game and, I know we talked a little bit about this off air, but, uh, you know, they, they tend to do a, like an older style choreography as opposed to uh, some, uh, which is a lot different than what LDH is doing and stuff. Uh, but, you know, the choreography just makes it so great. And man, I wish I could, uh, you know, the black outfits that they have, I would take any one of those outfits and wear it. I, I love like the I do like the uh, the magenta outfits too. I don't know if I'd wear it, but I really like them. Uh, but like I would wear the, their black outfits just out any day of the week. Like I don't need a reason to dress that good. Like they look fantastic in those outfits, and I love it. I love it to death. Uh, I wish I dress. I wish I had a little bit more class. I'm I'm in a a sweater and a TMN t-shirt. <laughs> it's like like this is this is my style but um yeah it's, it's so good all right so and with that so i one of my favorite music videos of last year and i listen more than i watch however i do at least try to watch everyone once but one of the big ones i watch more than once is kurakumi's dooby dooby doobop and it is a fun track. I mean, not just the song, but the video. Her choreography is very suiting of Doobie Doobie Doobop in general. It is fun. It is, co- the video is very colorful. And I like that the dan- her dancers are kept a minimum. It's really her and two dancers. And I love that they do, you know, they're, they both match her choreography. And I love where it takes place because it takes place at a pool. And of course, this theme of the EP this was on summer 2021 of 21 was a summer based track so I think that was very suiting of the video but I will say Kodokumi always has great choreography and her videos are oh almost always memorable as well and I feel like Dooby Dooby Doo Bop is one of those I always went back to because I wanted to learn a choreography for this track because it's not it's not complicated but it's also not simple and that's why I liked it because it's something I could learn where it's not overly complicated, but I also feel like, you know, it's not one of those, oh, it's so simple and basic, anyone can do it. And I mean, it just shows her style. And it also reminds me of the Kodakumi flair, like when she did start out, at, you know, like her mid career. And I like that she always brings that back in her videos, especially ones like the song. I mean, it's an upbeat dance track and it's a fun good bop yeah no this is a really fun music video and i'm really glad you picked this one luna because i hadn't had a chance to check this out yet and uh i wound up really really enjoying this music video uh i i agree with you i love the choreography and i like uh i really like i'm trying to figure out a way to say this so that makes sense but it's like you know how like uh some choreography is for men and some choreography is for women i'm glad that she kind of keeps this gender neutral and uh because it it looks good that the men 
are copying her. Like, it doesn't look goofy or weird, uh, I guess. So, like, it, it works. It, it works for everybody. It's choreography that anyone can pick up and do. And I really like that. I thought it, it really is just this fun track. And, yeah, the whole time, like, they're dancing in front of this pool. And part of me is wondering, like, when are they going to go in? <laughs> they eventually do. But it's just right, it's like after the song's over with, they just dive in. But uh, no, this is fun. Also, the outfits are really cool. The Just the different uh, outfits that you see them in, I really like. So it, it's a fun track, and I can definitely see why you picked it. Oh, yeah. I, I love I love her outfits, and because she always has good style. And she and with, at least with her videos, they, they're very good about matching the style of the song. And switching it up and being fun. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I like that you brought up the gender neutral for the dancing. Because, you know, the two dancers she has are male and she's a female. So it's very befitting that they have a dance that the men feel comfortable doing. As well as the women. And it works very well for the track. Yeah, because, like, you know, there's sometimes it's like, you know, you see... You know, like you watch a music video and you see a girl dancing and it's like, oh, you know, that looks fun and cool. But like, I couldn't do that. I don't have the I don't have the equipment to do that. And then uh, this one is like, it's like, no, if you if you like the track and you like the, the, the dance moves, you can you can do it. Like you're not you're not going to feel like I, I'm inadequate to do that or I'm going to look weird doing these types of moves. So I, I did. I, I, I liked it a lot. And I don't know, like. I might try to learn some of this stuff too. I, I mean, I've got like four or five different boy boy groups stuff I want to learn, but yeah, this is a this is a really fun dance track. It definitely is. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And with that, what is your second favorite music video? So I will be honest. The next two are songs from my OG. So if you want a preview of what I've been, you know, of what my OG is going to look like at the end of the month this is a good window into that and uh, as i said i've been really into boy groups i picked nothing but boy groups today and so my second one is a song that is uh we don't care we just don't care by one and only and i i really fell in love with this song uh when i heard it i think it's a wonderful track it's this nice kind of like ballad and one of the things that they really did really well uh, with this music video is they really have this interesting choreography that they include in it that's very current, very LDH, K-pop style of choreography with, you know, a lot of the arms and, and hands and stuff like that. But it fits. It really works in, with the tone of the, with the, of the song. And it is a little muted, you know, they're out there in, you know, jeans and sweaters, like they're not really decked to the nines, but you know, they look good and you know, it's them on the beach or it's them in, in the, in the, in the famous, uh, rock quarry that that's utilized a lot. So it, like you, you get these guys dancing in just different locations, like on a bridge and stuff. But like I said, the choreography really fits the song and you wouldn't think so but they i think they did a great job of making the song fit because it's a much slower vocal intense performance and it's definitely you know when and only like when they want to sound amazing they know how to do it and that's why i like them 
Uh, just the, they don't always do that. And and I mean, they have range. They like they can rap with the best of them. But uh, we just don't care. Just wound up blowing my socks off when I first heard it. And I fell in love with the song. And then when we do the OGs, I we always do the music video attached to it. And that was when I watched it for the first time. I fell in love with it almost instantly. I love this music video a lot. And I think it's just really, really good. And definitely a different side of one and only that you typically don't see. So I, I really just wound up falling in love with this overall. What did you think about it, Luna? So I, I I had not actually heard this or seen it. And I I enjoyed We Don't Care by One and Only. I thought the music video was very befitting of the song because the song is more of a chill track, you know, like a more toned down, vocal heavy song. And I like that the video was very scenic as it took place at the ocean and their choreography was very befitting of the track because they made it work. I mean, they had choreography in it, but they also, they also did shots of, you know, the ocean, them walking at the beach. And I like that because, you know, it wasn't just an all choreo type of video and they made it fit the track, which is more of one of those, I would mid tempo. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Mid tempo songs. And I I liked the choreography they had in it. I thought it was very nice. And it was, I mean, I actually liked the song and I felt like a lot. And I didn't really pay attention as much as the choreo as I probably should have. But I just loved the scenery in it as it was very relaxing. Yeah, the, the one of the amazing things is it's, it's got a lot of panning shots in this that really just are jaw-dropping and... The cinematography work in this is done really well, and it, it is. It's eye-catching, and like I said, this whole music video just came together so well that uh, it's just really hard to not enjoy, at least for me it was. And I, I just feel like, you know, one and only is one of those groups where I really like, and I like it when I get to talk about them some more. So, um, you know, it was really, I had a lot of blast uh, picking these guys up. Uh, what was your number two music video, Luna? So, my number two was... So, this is a really hard one because I had three others I was debating on. And this one I went with more personal reasons because it reminded me of my time in Japan. So, if it was for a different reason, I probably would have went with video by Stax T, Simba, and T-Ace. But I instead I chose Miyachi's Chuhai for this is definitely personal reasons because there was another Miyachi one. I almost chose Miyachi and Thelma Crazy outside, but it was really pushing a year. I went with Chuhai though. Because so he recorded this in a couple different places, pretty much in a kombini, a convenience store in Japan, right outside of it. And I, I like that it was it was fun because when we were in Japan, we went to a lot of the kombinis. We went to, I mean, we went to Famima, the Family Mart. We went to Lawson. We went to the Maruke, you know, 7-Eleven. And we would buy Chuhais. And those of you who don't know what Chuhais are, they are a can of alcoholic beverages. So, except they're high percentage. And he even says it in the song, Q Pacento, and 9%. 
and you don't see that too much like here in the states you know your seltzers are five percent um i would say the closest thing to chew high is here probably like the can of mixed beverages like moscow mules cherry limeade one stuff like that so over there like suntory is a really big one and i always remember that going to the lawson buying some chew highs and filling my little cart with the chew highs and and this is what the this video is pretty much a drinking song and it's him talking about drinking chew highs at the family mart or the you know the at pretty much convenience stores the combinis and him drinking with people and the fun thing about this video is he actually this was part of a whole skit he did called combini confessions where he goes around asking people random questions outside convenience stores and in this video, he actually does have his microphone and you can see he's trying to like interview people, but he's getting them to sing along with him to the lyrics. And that's one of the things I love is he gets so many people involved in this. I mean, just random people in the street, you know, say uh, like Chuhai Non Dadi E Kanji. And I love that everyone is singing along with him. And, you know, you see him going in there buying the alcohol and as the video progresses, you can see he's so drunk. And hearing that in the lyrics, I can't repeat some of the lyrics because words are used. But you know he's totally wasted. And I like that the video shows that as it goes, as it starts spinning and all that. But it's just a fun video and it really does remind me of Japan. And, you know, I mean, we didn't just drink over there, you know, but... It was just that the memories and also I miss the kombinis. I miss so much like Shinjuku, Shibuya and just going around there. So it gave me like, oh my God, this makes me miss Japan so much and hanging out with people, having fun. And this video was just that. And plus, I love Miyachi. I like his rap. He keeps it short and sweet and fun. So, Gray, I'm curious what you think of this, because I know this is a very odd, you know, a very odd video. Yeah, this is a it's an interesting video, to say, to say the least. It's very funny, and I think, like, Miyachi has, like, a really interesting personality, and it shines through in this music video. Uh, he seems like a, a like a fun guy to just hang out with and talk to, honestly. Just, like, going off of this music video, I'm not going to lie. It's like, I was not... Like when you guys went and bought the alcohol, like that wasn't one of the like that was like one of the few things you guys did without me because I've never been much of a drinker. Like I had like one beer, I think, the whole time I was there, and I don't even think I finished it. But no, it's a very interesting music video to say the least. And one of the things that I did like about it is, is it does it periodically cuts to like his perspective, and as the music video goes, like he just gets blurrier and blurrier. And it's just a very interesting music video. It, also, it ends with him getting punched in the face, which is very interesting. I, I is definitely different. I can see why you like it. And I will say it is nice to see the streets of Japan. I, I miss it too. There was like one night when me and Kyo got just lost in Shibuya. And it took us forever to find the train That was station. thanks to me because you guys walked me to a concert venue. Yep. And we went to like a udon curry fusion restaurant right after that and then we just got lost oh my lord uh we like we walked forever uh that was a that's actually one of my favorite nights in in uh when we were in japan was because uh it's like yeah yeah we you know we were lost and you know well you know 
it was just fun just walking around the streets and you know we'd walk or like down this shady aisle like, like there's nobody here like are we going to get mugged <laughs> like it, it was fun uh yeah. i had a blast and yeah, it that was gives you uh, that definitely reminiscence you know of like when we were yeah. over there and and like you said with him getting punched in the face the funny thing is in the combini confessions which i highly recommend everyone checking out miyachi's combini confessions because they are hilarious he does like he literally goes around asking people random questions and some of them are not happy about it and you could tell by their face they're just like what are you doing? And, and at one point he jumps in someone's car with them. And they're just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> and it just is really funny because his personality, like you said, he seems like a really fun guy. He's actually from the United States and he raps about that a lot. But like, I just love this video because it's just one of those fun videos. And we all have those days. We just, you know, get out and drink. And that's why I like, you know, and I like the lyrics because he, he's like, He's like, that I want, you know, and he just talks about, you know, we don't need any wine. We just want the, chew, you know, Suntory, Strong yeah. Zero, I'm fine. And it just reminds me of all the drinks and all that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just I just miss Japan. It makes me miss Japan in general. Oh, so. man. Yeah, it, that, that, that that's a really good, like, on the streets video. And it does. Like, if you've ever been to Japan, like, it'll make you miss it. <laughs> it's like, man. But no, it, it was good. So with that, what is your third one, Gray? Yeah, uh, so uh, moving on to my number three pick is a song I think me and you both like, Luna. But I don't think you had a chance to check out the music video, and that is Make Me Better by Generations from Exile Drive. I've, as I said last week, I fell in love with the song the moment I heard it on the Kohaku. I've been listening to it on repeat since then. And, you know, when you like a song to a certain point, you, you know, you just have that like, gee, I wonder what the music video is like. And uh, so, yeah, you know, you look up the music video for Make Me Better, and it is interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, very colorful. Very, very colorful. A wide range of color palette is shown here. Uh, it's got some very, very good choreography, but they only dance in the chorus. So when the chorus kicks in and they're dancing, like that's, I think that's probably my favorite part of the track. But when they're singing the verses, like it's just them on their individual sets. And it, it's very interesting. Also, I like the opening because it just reminded me a lot of the main villain from Inspector Gadget. Because <laughs> it's the guy in front of a bunch of monitors and he's got a cat and he's stroking it in his chair. And then, you know, obviously you never see the face of the bad guy in Inspector Gadget. But they, it's one of the guys in Generation. So, like, you know, the camera pulls back and you see him. But yeah, it's a really wild and interesting music video. I I highly recommend it. It definitely is eye-catching and they really play it up quite a lot. I I have a a lot of fun watching this music video. Just as much fun as I have listening to the song. So, uh this is a great track overall and I think this is Generations at their best, honestly. And I've just been digging it a lot. What did you think of the music video, Luna? I loved it. It was hilarious. It was colorful. It was fun. And I already liked Make Me Better as a song when I heard it premiere in the Kohaku. I greatly enjoyed it. I feel like the video, though, definitely made it 10 times better in general. Just because, I mean, it was odd. And as, as soon as I saw the guy sitting there watching the TVs and petting a cat... 
And I'm just like, well, two cats, I'm already in, you know. And I, I just like where they went because it was kind of like that virtual game type of thing where he's watching everyone and a reaction scene, you know, and they go into the screens. I like that perspective and I loved all the guys' choreography. I think every, I mean, it was unique. It was memorable. Their outfits were super colorful. I thought, I mean, I just, I just loved what LDH did. And this is one of the reasons I do love them. They know how to make a video and make it good and memorable. Cause I mean, for example, yes, we are is still one of my favorite videos that I still go back and watch. And even if I may not like a song by generations or I mean you know some, some like the rampage I still end up liking the videos because of their choreography and the style and I think make me better is one of the things I love I mean the song's really good but the video also is just phenomenal and I love how it shows their goofy side too because of, if you look at some of their facial expressions in the video, it just made me smile because it brings, you know, I like that they show off different sides of their personality in it, too. Now, I, I, I am curious, is this one of the ones that you're going to go back and rewatch? I actually will. I I enjoyed Make Me Better enough to watch it. I watched it twice already. So I can see yeah. this one, me going back to and watching it more than once because it's a fun video and it's memorable. And that's the thing for me. If I go back and watch a music video more than once, that's pretty darn good. You know, if I watch it more than three times, you know I love it. Or if I go out and buy it to make sure I have that video to watch on my TV, you know I really love it. Yeah, no, it, it's it's just like one of the most interesting videos I've watched Generations put out, definitely. But yeah, I've I've watched it several times now and... Uh, it's just it's a lot of fun and I, it has a little over two million views and you know that's really good but man I wish it had I, I know I wish it was kind of pulling like you know like the, the Johnny stuff because I like this this music video is so good that you know I feel like it could it could get more eyes on it you know oh I agree I think it will at some point but yeah I agree yes yeah. it's, it's it's awesome one of my favorites definitely all right and Luna, what was your last music video? So my last one is Anataki Uchi's Ice Cream. And I chose this because this video is so freaking weird. I, I already love the song. And when I watch the video, and I will say this, it kind of does give off some nightmare fuel in it if you don't like creepy looking rabbits that look like the Easter Bunny. So yes, it... it but the, I, I just loved how weird it was because it goes off showing close up things of ice cream looking like more of the sorbet, which I am. I love sorbet. And, and then it just goes into you see this random bunny rabbit and some random, you know, um, other animals in there. It's just very strange. And I like that. And then you got on her guitar singing. And it's just one of these videos that it's. It's so weird that you remember it and you have to watch it more than once because it is so strange. And I feel like the song doesn't really fit with the video, especially with the lyrics, because if you do watch it, they actually have a translation on there. If you put the captions on, you can listen. You can have the English translations if you want, if you're not good in Japanese. So you can obviously tell that it doesn't really match with the video, but that's what I love because the video is so obscure and it, it just, I don't know, I loved it. 
I just loved how weird it was and it made me remember it more than anything, especially when you see the bunny. You're just you will not forget that rabbit. Yeah, the rabbit and panda, I've not seen any of her other music videos, so I'm not certain if this is a normal thing that she does or if this is just the one thing that she did for this. Also, this is uh, the YouTube edition. I wonder if like if you buy the private release, if there's something more to it. I'm curious about that, too. Well, Ice Cream was a digital single. However, her album Tickets is coming out in March. And I know the music video is on there, but I think it's the YouTube edition. I wonder, because it's called the YouTube edition, it makes me believe that there's more than one edition of this music video out there. Because if it's if it, if there was if there wasn't another version of it out there, why would they call it the YouTube edition? It's kind of weird to me. But no, this is a really interesting and uh, it is definitely weird a music video it does look like it also takes place in a malt shop which makes sense because she's singing about ice cream and and stuff but yeah the uh rabbit and panda and the panda is obviously a member because he's playing the electric guitar so he he's he's obviously one of the people that uh, she typically works with because I, I think she's just a solo artist. Yes. But yeah. Even solo artists have like a couple of musicians that they, they work with. And I I, th- I think that the a Panda guy is probably just like one, one person that she typically works with. I don't know what the bunny's doing there other than creeping me out. <laughs> That's why I, for, I forewarn people. If you don't like yeah. creepy things, nightmare fuel. Not not as bad as Kenchi's videos because those are nightmare, nightmare fuel. It can be, yeah. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, de- definitely Donnie Darko vibes. I know. It made me happy, you know, two-two <laughs> in there. Uh, but I, I, I like it because it's weird, and I like weird things, and when they stick out, and I feel like, you know, most videos I do watch, I love dance choreography videos or ones that are fun or with pools. And, you know, this one is just one that stuck out because it had some weird animal creatures in there, a panda and a bunny. And I just like how the shots were cut because you'd get close-ups, things of ice cream, you know, and I, I just like how it was put together as well. Very, it was very interesting. And, but with that, since we're on the subject of Anatake Uchi, we're going right into our music corner because Anatake Uchi is my music corner choice of this week. And... I have been obsessed with her for a little while and I've wanted to do one on her. I just was waiting for that right time. And now is the perfect time. And so just a little bit about her. Anataki Uchi is a pop singer songwriter who made her major debut under Sony Music in 2018. She's an actual she's actually a Japanese American born in LA and raised in Kyoto. So she began playing acoustic guitar at a young age as she was inspired by music from the 70s and 80s that her parents always listened to. And you can hear that in her music. You can definitely hear that 70s, 80s vibe depending on what you listen to. So she had won an audition held by Sony Music Artist, a.k.a. under the Sony Music Management, Teichuku Entertainment, which had over 10,000 applicants. From there, she made her major debut with the single All Right. She has a very distinct singing voice that combines English and Japanese in her lyrics flawlessly. 
And her unique style of playing an acoustic guitar, distinct vocals, and relatable lyrics tend to draw fans in from all generations. And I do feel like that's what drew me in, is her vocals and the acoustic guitar and how she utilizes in her songs. And I absolutely love her lyrics. So her major debut single, All Right, stands out with its use of the acoustic guitar, clear vocals, lyrics, and catchy melody. The guitar solo in the middle is such a nice fit. And I honestly think this is an amazing debut for an artist. I think All Right was the perfect debut track for her. As it still sticks with you today. Which is a big feat for artists. I mean, to to remember their debut song to this day and love it as much as it was when it debuted. That's a big deal. Or even someone just coming in and loving the debut track All Right is also great to show how that artist, you know, made an impact with their major debut. One of my other favorite tracks by her is her Tokyo Night song, which is on her debut album, Matosik, came out in 2020. And Tokyo Night opens with a saxophone, which is one of the reasons I got pulled into it, as I just love the utilization of the saxophone and the instruments in this track. From there, you can hear her acoustic guitar and then that mixture of saxophone in there. And it gives a unique feel to it, makes it very memorable. Tokyo Night is a nice, chill track. And you just keep enjoying it with the melody and Anna's vocals in it. I also like how she kind of adds in some rap in there as I think she does a really good job with it. And going into, we just talked about Ice Cream. Ice Cream is probably my favorite song of hers right now. And it is a cutesy pop track that gives you the feeling of summer romance with its love-obsessed lyrics. And that's how the music video makes me wonder, like, what were they thinking? Because of this track is a very lovey-dovey track. And it's very romantic. And I understand, you know, love is like ice cream. So I understand the ice cream incorporation. Now, where the bunny and the panda came from, no idea. But I highly recommend it. Her Japanese and English move flawlessly in here with her guitar place in this track. Gives a nice, soothing, yet cute feeling with the lyrics. And her latest single, Now and Forever, featuring Afro Parker, is a really nice duet and another chill track as the beat is very, it mixes pop with hip-hop it has this nice fusion feel to it i actually liked afro parker's rap in it as i i thought it meshed really well with anna's vocals on there and it made a good easy listening to track so great i am curious to hear what you think of anna takeuchi i know you mentioned you're really excited about talking about this so what are your thoughts on her yeah no i i actually wound up having a lot of fun with her i she is really diverse and wide-ranged talent uh, and i really think her how how do you say her first album matosic matosic that's what i'm guessing matosic her matosic album which is her debut album it's the only one thankfully uh it's really good and i think it does an excellent job of showing off her range because she does have like light jazz tracks like tokyo night or Ride on Weekend, which is just kind of just laid back feeling to it. That which that was the first song I heard by her. Because when she was selected, that's where I started. I started with her Matosic album, track one. And Ride on Weekend, I think it was a great way to kick off the album. I felt like that was a spectacular song. 
followed up by B&B, which is really good. Uh, like she's got one or two tracks. I like. I'm like they're okay. Like I, my me myself, I feel like goes on for too long. But other than that, I felt like she was really good, and she really has this great whispery way of singing that I I really enjoyed. I th- I thought it was fantastic. Her latest track, Now Forever, I really liked. And and I agree with you. I felt like the rap from Afro Parker in there is done super well. And it complements the track really well. It works really, really well. Ice Cream is a really fun and enjoyable track. Now, how the music video came to be is... There's a story behind that, I'm certain. And I would love to hear that story one day, but... Uh, the song itself is really good, and it, it it really shows that she knows that she has a really good grasp of like how the song you know should be and how it should end and stuff. Because like like I was telling Luna earlier, like ice cream, like that ends almost at the perfect time. Because if it was any longer, it'd be almost too long. But the fact that it's that like crisp, almost three minutes, like it gets in there. It's really cute. It does what it does, but it doesn't overstay its welcome. And so she's really learned from from that, and it just shows. So I, I think she's she was a great pick, and I, I wound up really digging her a lot. And I'm curious to see what, honestly, Ken would have to say. Because if there was ever going to be a tough critic, I think he would be it. But I don't know. I think he'd like her. Because she, she's got a wide range. And she's a very accomplished vocalist, too. So... I thought she was fantastic. I, I'm also very curious what Ken would what Ken would say on Anna Takeuchi. I feel like he is already familiar with her music, but I'm not 100% sure. And and like you said, she is a very versatile artist, and that's one of the things I love about her. And I'm looking forward to checking out her second her second album, which will be coming out on March 2nd, called Tickets. And I've been very, very hyped for that. So Anna currently has one uh, one studio album, Matosik. And then she has four EPs at one, at two, at three, and at four, and eight singles, which include physical and digital. And you can follow her on, uh, you can check her out on our website. And you can follow her on her official website, Twitter, and Instagram. We also included her video video for ice cream as that is my favorite video by her and i absolutely adore the song i think it's fantastic but i'm i am so glad you liked her music and if you haven't checked out her cover of no scrubs it is almost like a jazz cover if you know the tlc song i do not know the tlc song but i'll I'll definitely check it out because i don't think i i don't think i did listen to her cover of that Um, it's on her i'll I'll check that out no, it's on her at one EP, and okay. um, she also. But it, it's I I love TLC. I grew up with them. They're R and B, and when I heard the cover, I'm like, this is really good because she put her own style and spin on it. And I love when mm-hmm. an artist does that. So I, I I'm glad you enjoyed her because she's just such a unique, and has a unique way of singing and style. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. I. I I had a blast uh, checking her out, and I'm really eager to do the roundup because her because she has an album dropping in two months. It'll 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 be long drop by the time we get back to her. So I'm very in- eager to hear her upcoming album. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. 
I am as well. I think it'll it'll be great to go back to her if we aren't still listening to her by then. I know I will be. All right. And with that, we are going to dive into this week's Oricon, which there's a lot of new stuff for me, but I feel like not as much for you. So it was an interesting listen to this week. Yeah, for me, it was there, there's like one there's like two new things and only one of them I really liked. But that being said, this is a group like when we get to it, like you guys will probably know my song of the week because I've really grown to like this group a lot and uh, I'm glad to see them on top. But I mean, they usually hit top, so it's not too surprising. All right. So, well, we'll get to the top eventually, but we're going to start with the bottom. We got Yao Sobi at number 10 with Kaibutsu and Yasushi Suisei. Still hanging in there. I'm thinking by next week they might drop off. And Kaibutsu Yasushi Yasushi Suisei sold a total of 18,275 points. And moving on up to number 9, which is Wadada. Did I say that right? Wadada. Yeah, that would be my guess. Yeah, I, I, I... I have a bad habit of wanting to say wada wada, but it's wada da. Wada da. Yeah. So, and that is by Kepler. And this was, th- this track is actually a part of their debut EP, First Impact. And this is a new one for me. I know you and Ken talked about it last week, and I know Ken was not a fan. And I know you weren't too yeah. keen on it as well. I I, th- I will say, I think Ken, like, I mean, I didn't like it, but this is one of those tracks where I just I felt like it was not for me and stuff. I I, I can see why it hit number nine, and I I see the appeal in it, but it's it's not what I'm looking for. And uh, I will say, especially Wada Wada. There's other tracks on First Impact that I think are better. Uh, I still I'm still not going to go and pick up Kepler by any means. But uh, Wada Wada, like, there's some parts of it that are really aggressive, and I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. So uh, for me, I just like, eh. But we both felt like you would love this track, Luna. Were we correct? Yes, you were. I loved it. And I actually ended up loving Kepler, and I'm I'm honestly contemplating buying this EP. And I'm a sucker for K-pop girl groups, and I'm going to be honest, especially the somewhat generic ones and yes i do feel like kepler is probably one of those that i i I don't know how far they'll go because you know a lot of them a lot of girl groups come and go in in the korean music industry i do really like wadada though it was catchy it i like the rap in it and i do understand the aggressive parts because that was where i was a little turned off in some sections but the more i listened to the more i liked it it was this fun dance track that just made me want to get up and move i thought their vocals were really good and i love their rap and i mean yes it is generic it really is a generic k-pop song but i'm gonna admit i freaking loved it and i am a sucker for these types of songs it also kind of remind me of blackpink's how you like that because that is also catchy as catchy 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 and i've had that on repeat since it came out and i think wada da is going to be one that i'm going to enjoy for a while i do agree they have better songs on their ep we're not talking about them since they're not an oricon 
but I do like Wadada and I respect what they did and I'm glad they're making a bang with their debut, especially making it on the Japanese music charts with a K-pop track. Yeah, because this is a straight uh, K-pop release. This wasn't this wasn't a release that was like, oh, we're going to like replay. Uh, like this is like one for one the the Korean release, which is not something you typically see. Uh, usually, like a especially from a debut group. Yeah, especially from a debut group. Like like even like BTS. Like you know, Butter's been on here forever in a day but usually like when bts charts they you know they it's their japanese release and then they have like maybe one or two korean tracks or they'll convert some of their korean tracks into japanese so that's typically what happens with korean groups and for them to debut like to, to debut and hit the japanese charts very impressive yeah very very oh impressive. i agree yeah and that, that's kind of you know because like twice has made it on here with some of their korean tracks like i can't stop me only Korean, still my favorite track because it made it on Oricon. And I will, but I, I give Kepler props for their debut and a, one of their tracks making in the top 10. That's pretty good. So I'm looking forward to hearing more from them in the future, to be honest, and see how all their other music will, will go. But congratulations to them on Wada Da. And and one thing I want to say, going back to our uh, topic uh, of the show, uh, is I got curious what the music video for Wada, Wadada was. Was I will say, as much as I have reservations about the song itself, that music video is really good. It is. I watched it. As like well. that is a good music video. Great choreography. Great sets. I mean, my lord, they 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 spared no penny making that video. It's pretty good. Yep. Oh yeah, I completely agree. And even if you aren't a fan of the song, I still recommend checking out the video because it, it's fun. So, but with that, Wada Da by Kepler sold a total of 18,362 points. And moving on up to number eight, it is Dry Flower by Yuri. No surprise this is on here because of the release of his album Ichi. I will say, because I've been listening to that album a lot more, I actually like Dry Flower a lot more hearing it on an album because it actually flows really well. So, but nothing more we can say about it, to be honest. I mean, we've all probably, I'm sure everyone's burned their ears off with it, but Dry Flower by Yuri sold a total of 19,795 points. And moving off to number seven, which is Nandemo Nayo by Macaroni and Pizza. And this is the first time I recall listening to this track. I probably did listen to it and I forgot. So I re-listened to it. I will say it's okay. I've always been hit or miss on macaroni and pizza in general. But I think it's a nice track. Good vocals. Nice composition. I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to it all the time now. But I'm glad I went back and revisited it. Yeah, this is a this is a good song. I, I mean, I like it. I, my big thing is, is I really do feel like Macaroni and Pizza does have better songs. So Nande Monayo, it's one of those. And Ken Ken noted this because he's like he's like man, this song really feels kind of like nothing, which is the rough translation of what the song is. Mm-hmm. And and so I like maybe you heard it and kind of forgot about it because it's just kind of it's just kind of there. It is the reason it popped up is they just had an album drop their newest album just dropped so i'm not surprised that nandemo nayo ended up on here all right and with that nandemo nayo by macaroni and pizza sold a total of 24,575 points 
And moving on up, wow, Butter by BTS dropped to number six. That has been hanging on there in a top one and two spot for quite some time. But good to see it on there. Nothing more we can say about it. But Butter by BTS sold a total of 25,976 points. Next up, we got number five with Beetlejuice, or you could say Beetle Guys, by Yuri. I know we've talked about this one several times. I'm not surprised it's on here. Like I said, Yuri's album, Ichi just dropped beginning in January. So I have a feeling we're going to be seeing Bita Jisoo on here for a little while. I'm glad to see it. One of my favorite songs by Yuri so far. And in regards to that, Bita Jisoo sold a total of 27,859 points. And moving on up to one of our first new tracks, like new, new tracks to hit the charts. And that is... Kagiri, kagiri naku hairo e and Airo Smairu by Nijugoji Naitokoro de. And so this is interesting. I mean, I liked, I, I thought it was okay. I thought both were okay. I don't know which one I liked more, and I'm going to be honest. Um, Nijugoji Naikoro Day was a very interesting pick. You can tell it's, I don't remember which anime it's related, but I know it's like an anime group. I, I mean, I, I, I like that their vocals did stand out to me in both songs, especially Kagiri Naku Hairoe. Um, I really can't say which one I like more because I'm about equal on them, to be honest. And with the pronunciation for their second track, I did we're thinking it's I'd smile, but that's because Katakana is very weird. But Gray, what did you think of these tracks? Yeah, so this this appears to be some sort of Vocaloid group because it's for a rhythm game and it's featuring uh, Hatsune no Mi- uh, Hatsune Miku. So yeah, uh, it's the way that they put it on Apple Music. It's ID Smile is all crammed together and it's all capitalized. But I going off of like the katakana and what they did. I think it's supposed to be I'd Smile, but it could be Idle Smile. I don't know. So there, there's a couple of ways you can read it, I guess. But uh, it's it's okay. I'm I'm honestly gonna say I don't like either one of these tracks. Is especially Kagi Li Naku Hairo E. It it sounds like it's trying so hard, and it just doesn't work. It does not work. There there's they sing that song at a really high pitch, and it just I don't know. I find it grating to my ears. Honestly, it's just not anything I really enjoyed. I just smile is a better song. I thought I thought I liked it a, a, a little bit more, but. Not nearly enough to to really redeem this release or to go out and buy it. So you know, Niju Goji Naito Kodo De. It's interesting. They they don't have too many releases underneath them. So I wonder how popular the game that they're attached to is. I guess it's really popular since they hit number four on the Oricon. So we probably see these see these lovely ladies again at some point. And with that. Kagiriri naku hairo e Airo Smairu by Nijugoji Naitokoro de sold a total of 31,701 points and moved on to number three. And this is Imer with the lovely tracks 
Zankyusanka and Asaga Kuru. So I know we've discussed these before. I know you guys, you two discussed them last week as it was the official release of the single. And for me, I do like both tracks. I like Zankyu Sanka and Asaga Kuru. I will say my preference is Asaga Kuru because to me it is typical Imer. It, it, I know I shouldn't say typical Imer. I do like when Imer does vocals like in Asaga Kuru. And the composition is very dramatic and very anime-esque, which is one of the things she is known for. But I also like Zankyo Sanka because it is a different track and it's more unique in that sense. So I like both, but I will say the mood I was in this week, I, I greatly enjoyed Asaka Kudu. Yeah, uh, and I, I know me and Ken have kind of talked about it. I think we've talked about each of these individual tracks as a whole a couple of times. And I, I'll just repeat what I've said before. Uh, it's an okay release. I don't think there's anything inherently bad about these songs. At the same time, it's it's not just, I don't know, it just, it's not for me. I don't really feel that drawn to it. So, uh, you know, it does what it does. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate it. Maybe if I got into Demon Slayer, I'd have a higher appreciation for it or it'd grow more on me. But because I'm not the biggest Demon Slayer fan, I'm just like, well, you know, it, it's a song. It, it does what it does. And I don't have anything against it. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm glad to see Imer on here. And I'm... Uh, look forward to seeing her again. Yeah, I, I do agree. It's not my favorite song by her any means. Neither of these. I do enjoy them, but being honest, I don't know how much I will revisit them. But I'm still glad to see Emma on here because I absolutely do love her and she. I still love her. Her Walpurgis album is just amazing. So I was glad to see her on here. And with that, Zankyo Sanka and Asaga Kuru sold a total of 54,877 points. And moving on to number two, still stuck there, it is Ichizu and Sakayume by King Nu. And I know we've discussed these before due to the fact that King Nu has been on here. And we discussed these more individual tracks. I mean, to me, both Ichizu, Ichizu and Sakayume, are, they're okay. I mean, like, they're King New, they're very out there, and you either you love it or you hate it. Or, I mean, that in-between is like, it's okay. And for me, I mean, I understand what King New's trying to do, but neither of these tracks are honestly for me. But I will say I do respect it, and they've grown on me since then, but it's still not something that I'm going to go back and listen to. Yeah, uh, this is, like, I, I didn't care too much for Ichizu. I, I, I did like Sakayume a bit more. But, again, it's kind of like what I said with Niju Goji uh, Naito Kotode where I felt like, you know, just because I like the second song doesn't mean I'm going to go out. It's not, the second song's not good enough for me to like ignore how much I dislike the first song. Uh, and I felt like, you know, Sakayume is the same way. It's like, it's good, but it's, it's not so good that it's just going to make me completely forget Ichizu. And, you know, I will say, I know it's attached to the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie. I'm very much eager and looking forward to seeing that movie. And I, because I, I love the show. I've read some of the manga. I need to get back into reading it. But uh, as a whole, I was not, I just did not like Ichizu. It just didn't, it just didn't sound too appealing to me. So uh, it is what it is. 
Yeah, no, I, I completely understand. I feel like King New has that certain style that you really either you love it or you don't. You know, and it's not, and, he, and King New isn't for everyone, so. And I can see that, like, I, there's some things I like about King New, but there, there are some things, you know, I'm just, these songs just are not for me. But with that, King News did very, very well, and I'm sure Jujutsu uh, Kaisen's the big push for that. Ichizu Sakayume sold a total of 65,921 points. And with that, we're going to move on to our number, uh, to the number one track of the week. It is a double A-side. It is Reimei and Susumu Shikane by Johnny's West. So, Gray, you being a big fan of Johnny's West, I'm going to let you go first in discussing this release. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Luna. Uh, this was a fantastic release by Johnny's. I, I think. Both songs are amazing. Reime is a much more heartful ballad with amazing vocals that really just move you. And I saw Reime come up about the day it popped up on YouTube. I, I watched it that day. I got a notification. YouTube so kindly was like, because I'd been like going back and liking a lot of like Jay Storm and King and Prince and stuff like that. So it was like YouTube recommended like, hey, you might like this. <laughs> And so I've been listening to Remake for a while now, and I just absolutely love this track to death. It's fantastic. These guys just really killed it. And Suzumu Shikane is an amazingly fun track. It is a is a big contrast to Reime, but it works really well. And this the they you can tell these guys are having a blast singing this. My heart actually does lean a little bit more toward Suzumu Shikane, liking that one a little bit more than I did Reime, but I think both tracks are phenomenal. I don't, I think if you, you know, like this is, man, it makes me wish I had more than $60 in my bank account. <laughs> Not going to lie. Like I would love to pick this thing up and, and, and uh, purchase it. Sadly, I got like 60 bucks in my bank account. And so I'm like, I'm just going to uh, not do that. But Reime and uh, Suzumu Shikane are both just really good. I can't sing the praises of these guys enough. They are fantastic. And either way, you're going to be, you're going to like what you see. So I agree. I loved both Reime and Suzumu Shikane. And I, I know for me, I'm not always super, super into Johnny's West, but they've definitely moved up in there. And both these tracks sold me. I watched, trying to think of which one I watched first, to be honest. And I love them both equally, to be honest. And they're two totally different tracks. And I, but I still, I still thought like both were fantastic. And that's the one thing like I absolutely loved about them. Their vocals were on point. Their choreography was really good. I mean, I just, I just absolutely loved it. And I think I might have liked Reime a little bit more than Susumushikane, but I, I just, I don't know. They were both are really good. I love the upbeatness of Susumushikane. You know, the, the melodies, they were just, it, it was great, but their vocals were just amazing in Reime. I mean, just amazing. And Johnny's West sold me with this release because it. I'm tempted to buy it, but I have enough on pre-order right now with all the releases coming out. And 
if I do buy it, I might end up adding it to one of my other orders. But this is a fantastic release. And even for me, who who doesn't always buy a lot of Johnny's music besides Adoshi, I would love to have this single because this is an amazing double A side. I mean, Johnny's West just did a fantastic job and both tracks I think are phenomenal and I recommend them both. Yeah, they've like they've been on fire as of late and they've been really killing it, honestly. Like their latest work has just really taken their stuff to the next level. And uh yeah, uh, like Rayme is re- like it's 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 so hard. Like both tracks are so good because Rayme is just such a well-sung track that it just like pulls you in. Just the powerful vocals that these guys have just it just kill it. And, you know, it, like I said, like, because I like uh, more fun, upbeat tracks, my heart does lean a little bit more toward uh, Suzumu Shik- Shikane. But man, like both tracks are so good that e- either one, e- either track is, is a can't is a can't miss, in my opinion. Like they're they're really good. I completely agree, and like you said, Remy is like perfectly sun. Susumu though, Susumu Shikane is just fantastic. But I'd highly recommend both, and I'm glad Johnny's West took number one, and this sold very, very well. Being honest, I wish if this would have sold more than it did, because it deserves more than it sold. But with that. Reime and Susumu Shikane sold a total of one hundred ninety-five thousand three hundred thirty points. And we're going to take a look over at the albums and see how they've been doing because there's been so many great releases as of lately that it's just amazing to see. And I know I I actually have bought some of the new releases. So at number 10, we got Sheta Chant by Rei Inu. At number 9... A lot of Anamu stuff. We got Nijisan G, Poisto Dorama CD, Tokoyami no Kuraito Episode 1, The Beginning by, well, of course, it's a Dorama CD, so it's going to be by whatever various artists who are part of this animated series. We got number eight. We got an hyphen with Dimension Answer. I'm not surprised to see them on here. They have been doing fantastic worldwide. We got Stones with City. I'm glad to see Stones still on here doing great with their album that came out in the 5th of January. We got number six. We got Six Kicks Rock and Roll by... By the Cro-Magnons. I have not heard of them. Good for them. We got A3 Full blooming LP by Monkai Company. Monkai Company. Another Anamuse one on here. And here we go. We got First Impact by Kepler. Woo! Sorry, I'm I'm just glad to see that their debut is still in the Oricon and made it. It came out on the 8th of January. And that is a great debut for an artist. And we got number three. We got Utada's Bad Mode. And the physical is not even out yet. That comes out at the end of February. And it ready for download and streaming. It's ready at 16,925 points. And Bad Mode is 
being released in several formats, including LP, a limited Blu-ray CD, and a CD. So I already got my copy pre-ordered. And I'm just glad to see Utada on here, on the charts already. And looking forward to seeing how this will look when that the, the physical starts dropping too. Oh, we still got, we got Ichi by Yuri at number two. No surprise there. He's still doing strong after that debuted album. I know I've contributed to the CD and streaming as well. So at 21,000 points. And number one, we got Next Destination by Takuya Kimura. Good for him. Happy to see him on here and still doing good. And this is CD only. Physical only. 71,280 points. So I commend him. He is a fabulous artist and glad to see him going strong. So with that, that is the albums and very, very neat to see. But be sure to check out our website at ongakutu.com. Also, to be sure to follow us on Twitter at on, Twitter and Instagram at ongaku2u, O-N-G-A-K-U-T-O-Y-O-U. And be sure to check out our Facebook page as well. And we want to give a big shout out to all of our fabulous affiliates. We got Kyoru Hunter, K-Y-O-R-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And he is a retro and horror Twitch streamer, and you can follow him at twitch.tv slash Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. He has been streaming some really fun games. I got excited that he was streaming Gek the one day, and I know my husband was very excited about that. We also got Timber Taft, who is a variety Twitch streamer along with vocalist. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-E-F-T. You can also check out my sister, Rosalie, who has been streaming a variety of things lately. I know she's been playing Dark Souls and some Monster Hunter, along with a variety of other games. You can catch her at twitch.tv slash RainStarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And last but not least, you can check out Fangirl Has No Name, and she is a variety of Twitch streamer. She's also working on a book, so be prepared to get your copy of that soon, hopefully. You can follow her at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And you can follow our main host, Ken, at, on Twitter at OTYKEN1, O-T-Y-K-E-N-1, where he tweets about Bang Dream, Ina Iba, Bang Dream, and D4DJ. And don't forget the podcast that Kyo Timber, Fangirl, and Ken do called Podosaurus, where they discuss various video games. And what is new in the video game interest, industry? You can check that out on all podcast streaming services by looking up Kyoto Hunter. And Gray, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. And you can find me on several of the social medias such as Instagram. Actually, hold on. Instagram is NerdyCollectorLuna. Twitter, my anime list, Anime Planet, and Letterboxd as LunaMaria87, L-U-N-A-M-A-R-I-A-8-7, where I tweet and post about my cats, what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, and just random things in general. 
And with that, we want to thank all the listeners for hanging out with us today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and enjoyed our little music video topic segment. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Jamatane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be right back here next week with me and Ken. Bye-bye.